हेलो होला नमस्ते वेलकम बैक टू माय शो म्यूजिफाइड विद आशी आई एम योर होस्ट एंड दोस्त अश्विनी आई होप यू आर डूइंग awesome today if not hope this episode will cheer you up well as quoted by bridget dave you perfection is found in accepting your imperfections on this note did you know what's body dysmorphia come let's unfold the facts of this together and the mental state of a young girl who deals with stretch marks her journey and resiliency not towards the solution but towards bravery Hey guys my today's guest is one of the most resilient person I've ever met and gradually she became a very good friend to me presenting to you guys the one and only Pratibha Day sorry Pratibha Resilient Day she's the founder of Chai Together a video podcast on YouTube she's a motivational speaker teacher caregiver and the most interesting is that she is writing a book called Resiliency a women's journey from scarcity to success all of this while you're studying and what stands out for me is that she's such a warm and an amazing person i could tell that in just a few hours of our initial conversation thank you so much pratibha for gracing my show how are you doing today wow i feel that was such a warm welcome i really appreciate you i feel great i'm happy to be here and I'm really proud of what you're doing. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, Pratibha, shall we dig in? Let's dig in. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> so, Pratibha, what is Chai Together and what's your inspiration behind starting this? Yes. So, I always wanted to have a YouTube channel that showcased people's journeys such as you see um humans of bombay or humans of new york however i never yeah. had the courage to do so or the discipline so this is inspired by my mom who has a mental illness um currently diagnosed with schizophrenia and it inspired me to showcase the, my process as a caregiver um globally and also to showcase the journeys of individuals who have mental illnesses or physical impairments and to show their resiliency and what they're doing now after overcoming that Yeah and it was so interesting I watched your few uh, latest videos I think I, it's been just a week since you uh, launched it yes. and it's so inspiring um, especially uh, your initial video on uh, inspiration behind chai together I think uh, you know it's amazing that you started this Yes the goal is to start you just have to start with what you have and no limitations and that's how you build from there Yeah. And and the book it's huge. Yeah, it's a huge title. Um yeah. I'm really excited for it and currently I'm working on incorporating activities into it to help people oh, wow. go to that next chapter in their life with things they may be struggling with that I talk about in the book as mm-hmm. well, not just a book to read but something that's interactive and interpersonal to get them to really open up um if they don't have any other resources available or are not comfortable. Yeah and I'm sure it's going to be a super hit. <laughs> yes, it will be. You just have to believe. Um uh, Pratibha um, can you just share about uh, how your uh, uh, body positive journey was and I know you're still going it's it's just a process. So what's your journey on body positivity of your life? Wow, it's definitely something that has been um pushed to the back. Um mm-hmm. of my mind since I've overcome that but 
ever since I was young, um, growing up in a South Asian culture and being the more overweight one, um, this is not relating to body positivity. However, to the appearance is not being as fair skinned um, than my sister growing up. That was an issue as well, um, not for myself, but people made it seem as if it was an issue, as if there's something wrong with me. But growing up, I had my challenges since I was the bigger one in class um, all the time. I weighed 111 pounds when I was in fourth grade, possibly the biggest student, especially being a female. I hit puberty when I was young at 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, my body expanded as in I just stretched out a lot of stretch marks, um, cellulite and body hair. And the stretch marks are what was so prominent to me that caused body dysmorphia, which is a uh, mental illness. And I'll be uh, Pratima, can you tell what is body dysmorphia for our listeners? Yeah, so body dysmorphia is a mental illness. It's when you're focusing on specific body parts all of the time, as in constantly seeking the mirror and judging yourself in your mind throughout the day. And you feel this urge, this itch to always look at that body part in the mirror and judge yourself like look at these stretch marks um and um may i share this one story regarding my stretch marks yeah sure go ahead okay sure i wanted to ask first um so there was a time when i had a childhood best friend who used bare minerals for her acne on her face. And I asked her before we went to a friend's gathering at Dave and Buster's if she can cover up my stretch marks behind my knees because I was... What? Yes, to use makeup. And we spent hours in her room, in her home, to cover my stretch marks to match the exact skin color. And we were young as well, possibly 18, 19, that it didn't, we weren't even educated about that this may be body dysmorphia, that I have a mental illness. This was that something we just want to take care of. So I feel more comfortable going outside. And I'm sure she wasn't aware as well. But it was to that extent that I didn't wear shorts unless I can cover up my scars. Yeah. And that's an illness. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. um I know uh, it's kind of a battle within yourself. Um, I'm sure that there are external forces which is affecting your thoughts. Am I right? Did that yes. if, did that trigger you even more uh, about your body? Yes. To there was possibly only one friend um, who I knew of at the time who had a few stretch marks, but not to the extent that I did because. Um, I just had them everywhere. Like they're all over my body. Something that's not prominent to my mind now. (laughs) It's irrelevant (laughs) Um, as I grew older and my mindset changed. However, at the time, all of my friends, no one could relate to what I could relate to. And it was just perfectionism and a lot of um, forms of beauty that I didn't fit into. And whenever I would see an occasional friend here and there change, you know, when girls change their clothes in the gym room or... um, like personally in someone's room and Mm -hmm. I see someone with stretch marks I'm like like I'm surprised because I rarely see anybody with stretch marks exactly you're not alone there are a lot of people facing this too it was very intense for me because I I was thinking these thoughts in my mind however I had no support for them or someone to speak to that Mm -hmm. it's not a big deal that it's totally okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh, did you seek support from your friends or your family or did you share with anybody or might be your therapist or somebody? Yeah, so I didn't have a therapist consistently mm-hmm. until this year. However, this is not a factor at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am 
years now. And not that age has to do with it, but I've outgrown those um, illnesses. And yeah. I did share with my mom at the time and um, my cousin, he said mm-hmm. that he had some on his arms, but that, and he's a boy and that was about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really something that as I grew older and changed my mindset through reading and mm-hmm. wanting that from within to change my mindset. So I'm not like this anymore. It happened not overnight. However, transition through time through having better people around me, um, yeah. a specific friend who made me feel it's okay to show my skin and having those friends mm-hmm. was very important. Yes. Yeah. Like when did you feel, uh, okay, this is it. I'm just, I'm going to snap out of this, the saturation point where you reach, you know, that till mentally and physically it's very strainful, right? Yes. It was very draining because I spent all of my day, literally all of my day, morning to night, possibly even I, I would pray at night, God, wake me up without stretch marks. I would like, you know, hate my skin, pinch my skin, like hate myself that I'm already going through other troubles. Why did you give me this on top of everything else? And yeah. um, that point where I finally freed myself and felt the most comfortable was just a few years ago when I was a CrossFitter. So I was an athlete and I finally was comfortable in my body and I was strong. I was muscular and wow. I felt really confident also starting to um, when I started dating and mm-hmm. allowing other people to see me, my significant mm-hmm. others that made me more comfortable in my skin to where when I became sexually active and things of that nature, I started to accept myself because I recognized that there is no such thing as perfectionism. Like this is who I am. And I'm so confident in who I am today that you have to accept me how I accept me. Otherwise, um, you it's won't fine. be my significant other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pradeepa, if I may ask that you being overweight, did it affect your dating life at any point of time or relationships with guys in general? You know? Um, <laughs> yes. I remember when I was young, 16, and the group of people I surrounded myself with, they were already sexually active. A few of them were, you know, when you're young, you say that you are, you may not be because you want to be cool when you're lying. So I remember not wanting to date and not wanting to be sexually active, not at 16, but, you know, Mm -hmm. the younger ages, like Mm -hmm. 19, 20, I was very still shy and to show myself and I did not. And that did hinder uh, what I thought about myself. And I wasn't true to myself because I thought less of myself. Um, Yes. So my weight never affected, um, someone not liking me. I was very lovable. I've always been very friendly and, mm-hmm. um, you know, others would yeah. say, I'm, I didn't want to say that about myself because you don't want to, but I do find yeah. myself to be pretty. So I always have been pretty. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so yeah. what do you say? Uh, uh, what's your uh, favorite quality of yourself? And, you know, how did you implement to increase your self-love and self-acceptance? Wow. Through reading, um, books have changed my life and through watching the right content. So what, even when I was younger, I would research these things. And I saw, I found videos of Monica Hernandez and there's another mm-hmm. Pakistani girl who has a lot of body hair. And I started to find these resources of people who look like me, 
um, who aren't chasing that perfectionism. And I started following the accounts of artists and people who are unique uh, rather Mm -hmm. than Kardashians or something of that nature that does not fit who I am in this world. Yeah. See, as a plus size girl myself, I do face, uh, you know, uh, humiliation and insults outside. um, I believe in healthy eating and, you know, uh, going working out in the gym. And my goal is to just be fit, not weight loss per se. Uh, but the people right like they automatically think that oh you're going you're going for a gym for the weight loss so uh what do you say about this kind of mentality yes so these people i don't associate myself with <laughs> i don't <laughs> myself with people i can I learn think more that's from the best or... way. yes because you have to understand these people are ignorant okay mm-hmm. and these people are uneducated and they only know what they know so malcolm x once said that you know it's what you didn't there's a quote it's basically what you didn't know at a point like you can't better yourself so you can't focus so much on these people Mm -hmm. you have to just focus on why you're there and like you said I think it's wonderful that you're going to the gym to for your health state of mind not to lose weight that shows right there that you're brave and that you're going for the right reason you're not going because you're letting those people affect you into thinking and influencing you through manipulation that you need to go for weight loss. Yeah, I am happy the way I am. It's fine. I mean, if I'm happy, that doesn't matter to you, right? May I give you an example? Like Adnan Sami, like the Indian singer. He looked great how he was. I understand that there's factors such as obesity, which can lead to, you know, strokes, diseases of that nature. That's a different story. Um, yeah. your doctor wa- wants you for health reasons. If your health is fine and you are plus size, there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. We can't all be the same. If we were all the same, we wouldn't be having this conversation right now because it <laughs> exactly. wouldn't exist. So yeah. we all come together because we're beautiful. Like I believe you look great and the right people who will be your tribe will be people who have your mindset and the rest of those people, most likely they may be South Asian community that you're speaking on are they yes especially indian uh, community Um, there are i mean now the times are changing people are uh, you know thinking in a very progressive way but there are also people who are it's it's not uh, specific to south asia or india i think it's overall um yeah people with a curvy body or you know a plus size body are always being looked down uh, as far as I see and as far as my experiences go. Mm-hmm. I believe that was the case more so for skinny models as I was growing up as well. However, yes. since yeah. I've since I've expanded my mind and known that we're all average bodies as in this is how we are made, like curves mm-hmm. are special. Like um regarding like regardless of what gender you're interested in, um mm-hmm. People like curves. Like that's what I've been told yeah. since I started dating that men enjoy curves. They want something to grab. <laughs> you know what I mean? and yeah. Skinny. Like, and the thing is you don't want to undermine someone being slender, skinny or thin because all three of those things can be perceived differently. And it can be ignorant to speak about that. If you don't know what that's like. Um, yeah. so it's the labels. Yeah. Yeah. So did you follow any diet? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. So I've 
um, participated in being vegan and I enjoy chicken and Chick-fil-A. <laughs> However, I, I was, and I, when I was a CrossFitter, it was my fitness pal and I was, you know, counting calories because I was an athlete. However, I don't believe in diets. Diets don't last. It's your lifestyle. It's a way to live. Um, I follow Sadhguru and I know he's oh, a wow, okay. and I think it's great. I believe in his way of living. Mm-hmm. I do understand that it's self-control and mind control because regardless of where you live in your environment, you can control, you know, what you eat. It's a choice over here. It's more accessible for us in the States. Um, not sure where everyone lives, but Philly has Philadelphia, Pennsylvania has more uh, vegan places than where I live now in New Jersey, South Jersey. Yeah. So whatever is accessible and convenient, people tend to draw themselves to uh, gravitationally. And yeah. I myself, Chick-fil-A is easy and accessible and I eat chicken that way. However, I don't always, but I enjoy mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think food is, you know, a very, very a huge part of our life, at yes. least for me. <laughs> yes. Foodie. <Yeah. laughs> mm, Pradipa, can you please uh, give us a few tips on how to improve self-love and increase self-love? So, um, for for everyone, it's going to be different. For me, it took a traumatic event this year, um, in the beginning, a loss, for me to value my life stop being careless and understand that I need to become successful um, for myself and because I deserve it. So everyone's journey is different. However, I believe through coaching and therapy and healing those inner traumas and doing the inner work and reading, doing what successful people do will lead you to become um, the person you need to be. And the drive will come. All of the other factors will play but you have to take that first step to do the inner work. Nothing will work if you don't have the confidence and the confidence will build over time. However, you cannot carry your baggage with you as in take your trauma everywhere you go and trauma following you. You have to do the inner work first. And some people may not believe in therapy or not want that as an option. However, there's other things you can do. You just have to find your own way. And I'm no one to tell someone how to do that. That's for you to decide. Um, Pratibha, you being overweight, uh, did you lose any opportunities in life, like, you know, in career or your school, your college? Uh, did you lose any opportunities because of this? I want to say that, yes, there was this one time, however, some discrimination or racism may have played into it as well. But it was a, a commission job for a denim company and in the mall. Mm. And, um, you know, it was usually the slender, um, such as. It wasn't Hollister or Abercrombie. However, they do prefer slender people, I believe, at the time, like years, yeah, years ago, yeah, 10 yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah. And I'm sure there were. However, my personality, my spirit, my smile and my joy that I provided mm-hmm. in interviews, I most of the time got all the jobs that I wanted or that um, mm-hmm. were right for me, that the universe guided me towards what I needed to do next. Mm-hmm. So that's what I believe in. Mm, for me, it was like, you know, in any school events, like, you know, especially Independence Day, school day or any event, I used to love to dance and I always was very interested in participating. Uh, but I was always positioned back of the row, like, you know, because I was I always looked chubbier and uh, that's what, you know, I faced. Do you want my recommendation for that? Not- yeah. 
my recommendation is that's a misconception um, of theirs. And for those people, you just say, you just smile and you just say, I pray for you and I love you. Or, um, (laughs) or you just walk away or you, the thing is, you know how they say kindness, kindness um, kills. So you stay true to who you are and you don't want to surround, again, you don't want to surround yourself with those people because those people aren't right for you. And even if you were to um, surpass that one hurdle of getting in the front row, they will still have the same mentality. So you don't want to dance for a group that doesn't accept you. Yeah, you I mean, I, I, I lost that kind of confidence. Like automatically you'll get that thought, okay, I, yeah. it's it's fine. I mean, I don't have to participate if this is the case, right? Uh, but when I still dance now, I do Zumba now, I love it. And wow. I'm happy with it right now. But yeah, everything takes a process and to understand yourself, it takes time. Yes, you don't give up. Yeah, you don't basically you don't give up. You, as, yes, and I'm and I'm telling you that you didn't give up, regardless of the naysayers. You keep doing what you're doing because you know you're good at yeah. your craft. Yeah, I mean, I love it. I love it personally, so I do it. I would That's learn. From you. I want to learn that <laughs> one day. I would love to learn from you. I don't know if you teach it, but no, no, I'm not that professional. I'm just a yeah. freestyle dancer, and I yeah. love it. And yeah, Never, so um, Yes, go ahead. Yeah. The book which you said, like you read the books. So can you suggest one book to our listeners which can change your life? It did change yours. There was one book I read in high school, possibly junior or senior year called You Don't Know Me. And Mm -hmm. it was a story about a boy, I believe. And it's a pretty thick book. However, it Mm -hmm. resonated with my story and it didn't have the perfect home, the perfect life. And I believe it showcased that boy's resiliency. I don't recall what the story was. Um, I would suggest any book that resonates with you. There was another book by a woman called um, Don't Call Me Crazy. And it was about her anxiety, I believe. So Mm -hmm. whatever you're going through, find other people, your tribe that are going through it. Like for your case uh, regarding dancing, I've seen heavier set ballet dancers uh, in New Jersey. um, I forget what the academy is called. And it is surprising to see a super heavy woman on her tiptoes. And it's possible. And since yeah. it's possible for her, there's going to be more heavier women coming into the yeah. game. Tipping yeah. toe. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so as far as you love yourself and be happier, I don't think what I mean, what others say doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, Pratibha, do you want to convey something to our uh, listeners? I believe there's power in meditation and there's power in your words. I, what I do personally is I only write positive affirmations. Um, I follow a routine of making a gratitude list and really taking the time for yourself to write things down. There's power in words. There's powers in what you say and what you write down. You can bring it to fruition and look at it every day, um, morning and night and state to the universe what you want morning and night. And one day you're going to wake up and you're going to be like, wow, I'm already there, regardless of the size of the goal. Yeah, You have to be consistent. So that's my sum up. You have to be consistent in who you want to become. Yes. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. For uh, coming on my show, for giving your uh, time. And it is truly, your story is truly inspiring. And I'm sure it's going to be a hit. And I wish you all the very best. Wow. Thanks, Ashwini. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm, I'm honored. Thank you. 
Thank you so 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 very much guys for tuning till the end of the episode. It really means the world to me that you invested few minutes out of your precious 24 hours into my episode. I would be even more grateful to you guys if you can go to my episode and please subscribe and leave a review out there. You can share the screenshot of your reviews or any kind of key takeaways of the episode. Please make sure that you tag me over Instagram or Facebook. Let's see how this episode can bring value to so many of your friends and others. I will give a shout out to you as well. All right, that's it for now. I will look forward to have you in my next episode of Musified with Ashi. Let's rock and roll. Take care and ciao.